it just baffles you because these are just ordinary things that ordinary people do. You fly with your children. Yeah. You get on a plane, you know, with the expectation to land to hit your destination, not to get off the plane to be met at the gate with four officers, yeah. him having done nothing wrong. Talk about what you got going on, I promise you. Ryan gonna call the police tonight. We just gotta talk to you, alright? Yeah. Can't do it like this. But before you call the police, what else can be done? I'm dead. DP. Welcome to Building Bridges with Black Men. Black Alright, we got this article here in View from the Wing. And this is uh, pretty new. This is within the last uh, few weeks here. Well, it's today based on us doing this, but you'll probably hear this in a few weeks. Um, American Airlines falsely accuses black musician of trafficking his own kids <laughs> and refuses to apologize. Um, musician David Ryan Harris who seems to be a pretty versatile uh, black man, uh, musician, artist, songwriter, traveling on American Airlines with his two uh, biracial children and accused of trafficking them. And of course they called the police. <laughs> the flight attendant called the police and they met him uh, after they landed, I believe. Yes. Met them and, uh, but yeah, you can go ahead with this, get us started with this article. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, as you said, musician David Ryan Harris flew American from Atlanta to LA on last Friday, September 15th. And he was met on arrival by four police officers and an airline employee. Not one police officer, four. Okay. Mm. Taken by surprise, it turns out, that a flight attendant on board thought his mixed race children couldn't be his because they didn't engage her when she interacted with them. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so the children did not respond to her, so therefore she felt something was wrong. Okay. Hmm. The officers questioned his kids. He was angry and it was tough not to, quote, lose his mind. Officers and the American Airlines employee went on their way having satisfied themselves that he wasn't trafficking his children, but with no apology from the airline. Wow. Now, this man, this man also traveled since 2004 on American Airlines. That was his airline of choice. Mm. Okay, and, about to, and he was an entertainer, so he probably flies all the time. Yeah, he was about to hit a million-miler status. Wow. Okay. He tried to call American Airlines. Uh, they told him he had to fill out an online complaint instead. He, he gave him a zero on the rec on, on the survey. He hadn't heard back anything from a while. <laughs> you know, like this, this is how they treat their uh their their their, their million mile <laughs> flyers. This is how you get treated. You know, so it says airline and hotel employees are taught to use their prejudices to spot and report human trafficking, and this often works out badly. <laughs> Flight attendants are told they need to be on the lookout and you have to sympathize with the position that puts them in. Imagine if they didn't say something when they could have stopped a bad situation. Better safe than sorry gives you situations like 
There's a couple of different articles. An Amer African-American social service worker was traveling with a white, boy, white baby and accused of kidnapping by an American Airlines flight attendant as a result. Th then he goes on, the, 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 the musician says, see something, say something when you're encouraging amateurs to, encouraging amateurs to do it leads to so many false positives that real cases of sex trafficking seem likely to get less attention. Employees think they are trained when they're really using their prejudices. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's it. They say that they think you're being trained. Trained, but you're often just using your prejudices. Because clearly, with you can, the article has a picture of him and his, his uh, sons. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, they, they do look mixed, though. Right. But... Um, I guess maybe if someone's not is an encounter like that uh, mixed kids, I guess, or don't see different oh. encounter different ranges of of melanin, right? Or uh, let's let's go a step further. He, the training. What images are you being shown in your training oh, sessions? Oh yeah. What images are you seeing? When you sit in a training session, are even they, if it's indirectly, exactly. Say, oh, look at the video. Right. You see a picture of a Arab man. Yes. With uh, a little white girl. A white girl. Yep. Or you see a picture of a black man with a little white boy. Right. Then you see a picture of a Latino man with a little blonde white boy. It's like, what are these videos teaching? Right. Why are all the images of men of color? <laughs> And all the pictures of the children are little white kids. Yeah. You know? So when she sees him being right. darker skinned than his sons. Yeah. Even indirectly in her subconscious, she's saying human trafficking. Right. And then, oh, I'm a, oh, he wasn't engaged. That's it. Maybe he's, That's it. Maybe he's drugged. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the child just has been tied stranger danger. Yeah. I'm not speaking to somebody what that I do too? not know. The flight was uh, early in the morning too, right? Yes. So yes. He, he, the boy's tired. He probably had to, I mean, because too, it's, it's, it's the airport. He had to have been there, what, five o'clock in the morning if the flight is at like seven. That's it. Then he had to get up at probably four. So he's been, he's been trying to get them to the airport for three hours. <laughs> right. And he just want to get to the seat and go to sleep. This flight attendant should have been walking around talking about, do you need coffee, orange juice, yeah. or what you want? It should have been, Dad, are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> right. Congratulations getting these boys here on time. Right. So, so it's, it's, for me, it's twofold now as we talk about, again, it's the training that's being provided by the airlines, a billion-dollar industry, billion-dollar American Airlines. You know, you, if this is what they've been trained, somebody needs to go back and check the training material that's being used to identify human traffickers. Yeah. Because if it's men of color and to be on the lookout of children, you know, who, who are white, look white, what have you, then that's, that's wrong imagery. And any, and any American Airlines trainers who are listening in, please, you buy that information yeah. or content and training material. I just love to see it. I, I, I want to be wrong, and I apologize first if we're wrong, but this article is truly telling us that that's not the case. Um, and again, what else could have been done before she decided to call the law enforcement? Yeah, yeah. If it's a flight from Atlanta to L.A., which is a, what, maybe four or five-hour flight? I mean, 
could I, I, the last thing I'm going to do is I get no interaction from the child between me and the child. I look at the father. First of me, all of a sudden, let me just go ahead and call law enforcement to be on the ground yeah. when we land. I'm going to just maybe go back and forth. I mean, if you, if you want to keep eyes on the situation, see if the child wakes up, see if he leans on father, see if dad interacts with him, something. Yeah, there, there has to be, I mean, we're not uh, law enforcement yes, or FBI. Yes, right. But this doesn't seem like something that was informed by FBI no. or psychologists. I'm sure there are some things that investigators, psychologists would have said are ways to try to determine if, if a child is in danger or not. Right. Not just, let me look at, compare skin color. Right. It seemed like that's all it was. Well, it was, is the child being uh, excited and energetic seven o'clock in the morning? Right. And right. what's the skin color difference? It seemed like that's all she used. Right. It wasn't, I mean, they say she has any questions. Did she probe any little? Did she mm -hmm. say like, oh, how's your sons doing? Are they doing okay? Just something, even something like that. What's his response to that? Right, right. He said, oh, yeah, they're fine. So he goes on, 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 like a, a, a dad would do. Mm -hmm. Oh, these must be his kids, because if he's complaining, these must be his kids. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got to be something that's that is that's a actual, what you're actually trained to do. Exactly. That does work, because we're not uh, belittling the fact that uh, trafficking kids is a major problem. Right, um, right. We're, we definitely don't want that happening. But at the same time, we don't want to be getting um, innocent people, innocent fathers, uh, have to encounter police and even potentially be harmed. Right, right. Because of prejudices. Right. Because there seems like there's nothing that have pointed to him even being potentially a trafficker. Right. Just skin color. Right. And the boy's actions. The father said he was never offered up any sort of apology. Well, it says the officers and the American Airlines employer went on their way having satisfied themselves that he wasn't trafficking his children, but with no apology from the airline. Well, now I think, because this is all pretty fresh, I think maybe they may have, by by the time we do this... Issued an apology or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I would hope so. It, but, uh, and then maybe even after we do this, they probably would. Yeah. They, they, as it's getting more attention right. um, in the media. But, but again, like you said... But, like, but right away it wasn't. Right. When it happened, they just walked away. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's, so it, it's always the encounter that we have. Sometimes it seems like there's no apology offered up, which leaves like another bad taste in your mouth. Like I only have to go through experience, but I don't even get an apology in the moment. Mm. Like we apologize or, hey, this is part of our process that we have to do. Yeah, she, this, this, it just baffles you because these are just ordinary things that ordinary people do. You fly with your children. Yeah. You get on a plane, you know, with the expectation to land to at your destination to go where you need to go next. Not to get off the plane to be met at the gate with four officers and American Airlines flight attendant basically saying, come with me, uh, I need to talk with your children for a minute. Now, if he would have said, you know, I don't even you talk to my children, it could have turned bad for him. Yeah. Him having done nothing wrong. But, again, maybe the article didn't say, did they explain to him what they needed to talk to his children about? I, I don't know. I just... Before she called the police, 
You know what, what could have she have done? Well, also, uh, what kind of training? Yeah, is being provided to hospitality workers. Yeah, who are supposed to be on the eye, on the lookout for human trafficking, or right. even the situations of um, of uh, women being in danger. Yeah, yeah, uh, women and children being in danger. What kind of training are they, are they actually mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. so that the police aren't always called? Right, on, right. Um, when there's no evidence at all of uh, someone being in danger. Yeah. And one thing to remember, black children come in all shades. Yeah. <laughs> black children come in all different shades. We have to be clear and we have to be direct about that. Yeah. Um, that that's, what makes, that's what makes them beautiful, the different shades of, that they come in. So to, as you said earlier, if this was a child of, of a darker hue, a darker skin tone, would this have been the same yeah, sort of interaction? They yeah. look closer to the yeah. tone of, their, of the adult that was with them. Yes, right. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, we don't... Yeah, we ain't fine. going... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must so, be theirs. Right, right. Or even like if we say, not even if we go outside of just uh, African-American and black, let's say if you talk about other ethnicities. Like yeah. Like say Asian, right, for example. If you had like... Uh, Someone of, who had a Korean uh, adult look, uh, looking of a Korean uh, person with children that look Korean. Yes. Oh yeah, that's fine. Nothing's yeah. going on. Right. Right. They look. They they match. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This match. <laughs> but this doesn't match over here. Yeah. So let me keep an eye on it. That that can't be how you determine. You mm-hmm. determine. Yeah. Because you could have, I mean, even if we go to the other side, you could have a, a blonde. Uh, a white man with a blonde white girl, he could be trafficking. Yeah, that's it. It can't just be based on how they look. Right, <laughs> right, right. That that can't be the how you how you profile. Yeah, yeah. And again, shout out to if we have any human trafficking experts who can provide insight, because maybe again, maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe why the tenant was correct and everything. I just. It just it just baffles me that you know we putting again we putting a black man in a situation where he's got to experience some sort of you know threat not only in himself but his his children yeah. questioning are these his kids yeah and like we said when those the more interactions that happen um, the more potentially in danger he is mm-hmm. uh, because of what we know about. Um, the danger to black men. Yeah, yeah. Um, the least, uh, the least they have to interact with the police. Um, so unfortunately, the safer they may be. Yeah. Um, yep. From those situations, um, especially when it comes because the law enforcement has the authority. Yes. Um, yes. You know, like a lot of some of the argument about Black Lives Matter was, well, well y'all saying Black Lives Matter, but you know, y'all are killing each other. Well, that that's a whole other thing. Yeah. We're not talking about uh, uh, black on black. That is a problem. But right now we're talking about the police situation. Right. And both of them should be solved. Right, right. And we're saying, um, how do we reduce that happening specifically? Yeah. Um, by what can be done before you call the police? Yeah. Yeah we, we need, <laughs> yeah, we need to move away from the narrative that we can't be concerned about multi-layer issues. You know, our encounter with black uh, b- police officers encounter or our encounter with police is one issue that needs to be resolved. 
black on black crime is another issue that needs to be resolved. Yeah. So we're not saying one is higher than the other. They all need to be resolved, but we can we can be in a space at this time for this podcast to specifically talk about this issue in regards to how, what can we do and what can be done before you call the police to keep black men safe from having encounters where it simply could be just issues can be resolved by just having a conversation. Yeah. Having a conversation. Right. And, I, and that could have been what, did she yes. even ask him any questions? Yeah. Did she, like I said, did she even probe? Right. Or just get a response? Right. To say, you know, even if she had a concern that it's maybe it might not be. Is there like a key question you can ask or something that gives you the clue to say, oh, maybe I'm just not even on the right track for this? Right. I mean, can you? I'm, I'm even. I'm even open to you going to ask another coworker on the plane. Yeah. It could have been another white woman. It could have been another woman of color. Just because taking it upon yourself to feel like I've saved the day. Yeah. And as he said at the end of the article, you know, you thinking you saving the day is basically, you know, putting us all in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know, your, you, you, employees think that they are trained when they're really using their prejudices, yeah. period. So we, got, we, got to, we have got to want to do better. Yeah. So, so yeah, before you call the police, uh, thinking that you're saving a day, um, maybe check yourself that you're not just using prejudices. Right. Even <laughs> before before you land, before you land <laughs> and call the police, when you fifty thousand or whatever half thousand feet up in the air, maybe you check with some coworkers. Yeah, check with the coworkers. Yeah, before you decide to call the police, you know. So, hope he gets that apology and uh, hey, maybe he gets some money too and pay for the college education for his kids. And, and he and he <laughs> fly first class every time uh, now. Yeah, but do they still have those uh, lifetime tickets available? You know, I, lifetime I, I don't know. <laughs> Anybody got some lifetime ticket information? Let us know. We'll take some too.